Hey, I'm Aubrey. And I'm Jordan. We want to welcome you to the Peace of Authenticity podcast. Please join in on the conversation. What's going on, everybody? Hello, hello. We're so excited for podcast number five. <laughs> hello. Hello. Miss <laughs> Doubtfire. Welcome, welcome Miss Doubtfire, to the podcast. Hello. 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 <laughs> no, that's awesome. Now, uh, episode five, it's going to be exciting. We're glad that, that you're here with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope that, that you enjoy the, the conversation and... Uh, and the topic as well. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's important that we we understand something in the in the foundation of of who we are. My my, my thought process yesterday was was really challenged, and, and I was going back and forth with with another guy, and I was really just thinking about why you know we see things the way that we do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, like, why is it that two people, you know, from, from, you know, separate walks of life can be so completely different? And, you know, I'm thinking about how we were raised, right? How, yeah. how we were brought up, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're a fan of, of psychology or, or sociology or, or any scientific belief whatsoever, there's the understanding that your environment, your family, the culture... Everything that you're raised around is is a product of of who you are, of who you become, yeah. and it, and it shapes that way that you think. And so, I, I was wondering why, in in the light of a lot of events that are unfolding in America today, I I've been looking at it from my point of view. But then the thought crosses my mind: is what's the opposite perspective? You know what I'm saying? Like. What what's what's the opposite um, perspective that says why do I see things the way that I do and how could someone see it so completely polar opposite of me? Mm. You know, and and so that that question was just ringing in my mind because I I don't know if anybody listening today um, has watched any of the news, but some of the things that I see on there, I'm like I don't understand. I don't understand how somebody can be watching the same thing I do and get something so completely different out of it. You know, it's our perceptions of how we see right. life. Yeah, our different right. lenses. And, but you, yeah. if you if you understand right the the psychology and sociology, you understand. Um, and in if you study leadership at all, you also understand that your perspective is not the only one. Mm, yeah. And and so if if there is a different perspective, right? Then as a leader, or even scratch that, as a as a follower of Jesus, is it not my responsibility when the Bible says to love your neighbor as you love yourself? Isn't it my responsibility to try and understand the perspective of somebody who doesn't agree with me? 
Yes, and we we won't do that. The majority of us won't do that, especially right. now. Goodness, you know, um, social media is just you can't. It's like we just can't agree to disagree. Right. It's like I'm right, you're wrong, and if you don't believe me, then I'm just gonna block you because right. I don't have time for you. Well, and it has to be that way. Like, and and there's people that are literally sitting there scrolling through social media looking to fight with somebody. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I, I'm challenged in this thought process because, I, I mean, Jordan, Jordan knows, and, and anybody who, who knows me personally, um, I, I'm a very challenging person. And so, like, I, I will debate with anyone and everyone. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. And I, yeah, <laughs> I'm right, just kidding. No, right. that's good. No, but, <laughs> and, and I'll stand my ground if I believe I see things in, in black and white. There, there's not a whole lot of gray areas there. It's, it's black and white. And so if, if I'm seeing something as black and white and somebody starts moving into that gray area, I, like, I'll debate. You know, like, I'll throw my opinion out there and, and it is not anything that I'm going to withhold. But we literally have people that are so bent, right, in in their perception, Mm -hmm. their perception of reality has them so bent to the point where I'm not even going to try to understand Mm. the person on the other side. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, I I don't even know. um, I have a I have a cousin that that's in high school and he actually opened my perspective to something a while back. And he said, you know, back in the day, politically in America, um, we've always been able to compromise. And, and what, what has changed is our two-party system has absolutely zero compromise and, and just no tolerance for each other right. either. Like maybe not even tolerance, but just grace. That's that's the word I'm thinking. Like right. no grace whatsoever for each other. Well, yeah, and you're sitting here. You're sitting here also um, coming to grips with the fact that you know even here in Enid, the the mask mandate, and we would sit there and watch as people would get up there and take the podium and you know kind of have no grace for each other and. You know, some say wear masks, some say don't. I'm not going to jump in on that discussion, but I'm saying that we have absolutely zero tolerance for the perspective opposite of us. Yeah, it's true. It's just, man, we're at such a time where what everybody needs is uh, unity and love. So what's the opposite of that? That's what the enemy always, he, he just, he turns it around. And so there's... Um, division mm-hmm. and there's hate is what yeah. there is right now. And, well, and there's fear. Yes. And, and it all, yes, it all stems from that. Like you're my enemy. I have yeah. to protect myself from you. So I hate you. Like, you know, really? Right. And it's Christians too. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's eye opening to see where we are. Well, but I mean, and that's, that's kind of, that's kind of the beauty of what we're talking about right now is because if, if you're not if you're not willing to to love your neighbor as you love yourself, can you even call yourself a follower of Christ? Can you even label yourself Christian if you're not willing to understand? I mean, you there's countless stories in the Bible, but Jesus always asked a lot of questions. He didn't walk around telling people 
his opinion on everything and blah, 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 blah. Jesus asked a lot of questions and he often told a lot of stories and parables to try mm-hmm. to get, you know, people yeah. the direction where they're going. But he asked a lot of questions. And he even, something I read today is he said, well, if you don't agree with me, then you don't agree with my father because I say what my father says. I mm-hmm. only say what my father yeah. says. What would the world look like if we had that mindset as Christians? I only say what my father says. And he's like, well, you don't need to talk 50% of the time you'd be talking. <laughs> Dear Lord, like half of the world would delete their Facebook profile. They'd be mute is what they would be. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. What's that whole uh, don't say anything at all if you can't be nice? Oh, yeah, Bambi. It's like if you can't That's say right. anything nice, don't, don't say, say it anything at all. At all. Yeah, well, don't a lot of y'all going to be real quiet yeah. right now. Yeah, well... But you know, and and it comes back to what we were what what we started out this talk about. I want to talk about challenging tradition. Yeah. Uh, in 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 the walk of of life so far, which you know, maybe some of you are listening to this and you're like, man, you're only in your thirties and you know, Jordan's in her twenties. You haven't really walked that far. That's fine. Um, but what I have learned in, in my relationship with Jesus is is often Jesus always cared about others more than he did himself. Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, I, I look at challenging tradition as to the only way I'm going to grow as a person is if I change the way that I think or at least challenge it. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that you're wrong. Yeah, you know? just, just ask the hard questions. Ask the questions. Yeah, ask the questions that nobody's willing to, to, to ask. And, and ask yourself the question, why do I believe the way that I do? Mm-hmm. You know, why, why do I, uh, you know, why, why are my political views the way that they are? Why, you yes. know? Yes, or why am I getting so angry about this? Right. What, what is the reasoning? Because earlier I was talking to you about something that really made me angry. And you're like, man, that really makes you angry, huh? So it made me sit back and I'm like, why am I so mad about what this person's posting? Right. Why? Yeah. You know, and I really had to dig down, like, what is it inside of me that, hmm, you know, and just asking those questions, because it's not comfortable, and you might yeah. get an answer that you're not going to like, because it's something that you're going to need to change. Yeah. And we don't like change. Right. We like comfort, you know, comfortability. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's true. But you, you're sitting here, and, and I do the same thing. I'll scroll through Facebook, and, you know, I see the race baiting, you know, yeah. and, and I see people that are literally posting stuff just to get a rise out of people it's like deer feed yeah like, come on yeah come here. Like, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> yeah it's like putting corn out for the deer and then, and then the, you're just sitting back watching the camera going oh who's gonna bite on and this they do you they know? come in they're like oh really yeah and it's like, like oh yeah no, and then all people. of a sudden you just you just started a war and then no, but what's even funnier is like the people that don't even get in on it, but they just watch the with their gallery. yeah the peanut gallery. No, but then they like popcorn. certain comments. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I might have been those people a few times. Like, yeah, that's right. You yeah, it's like I'm not, I'm not going to get involved in this, but I'm just going to yeah, yeah. But notice, notice in in the in the challenging tradition, right? Traditionally, as human beings, we gravitate toward people that agree with us. Oh yeah. So. If I'm trying to grow as a person uh-huh. and, and branch out beyond my understanding of how civilization works, I have to begin to branch out and find people that have a perspective mm-hmm. that's different from mine and ask the question that no one's willing to ask. 
I've I've purposefully set out on a journey several times to uh, to get understanding outside of of my view yeah. of understanding, and and you know with with people uh, outside of of my you know uh, my race, I would say, and and just kind of you know ask the hard questions and identify if there is something you know that that you know a way that I was raised or something or just maybe I've never been involved with it at all that has never challenged my thinking in that area and oftentimes we are so prideful in in our endeavors for information that if somebody throws up something in our face that we don't know the answer to instead of finding understanding yeah. We get mad. Yeah, or just like check your pride. Right. You know, at, at the door, like, oh, I don't know anything about this, so I'm gonna yeah. stop pretending like I know everything and learn from somebody. Yeah. And love somebody enough to be like, you know what? I something you have to say, it's important. I'm gonna listen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that does not come naturally for, I don't think anybody. I don't well, know. No. Wait. You you have that tradition, right? That that you're just like you, you believe a certain way. You've experienced life a certain way, and when something comes into the picture that challenges that, our first step is resistance. It's a threat, right? It's like no, no, you're you're not gonna pop my bubble on mm. how I see the world, and and it's not it's not a bad thing. It's just understanding that in in most instances in life. You two people from different walks of life can look at the same situation and see opposite things. And that's a beautiful thing, right? It, it's it's a perspective shift, yeah. Right, and so you're you're talking about challenging traditions, and and I'm opening my mind to the understanding that my way isn't the only way, yeah. even though it's the only way that makes sense to me. Yeah. It's not the only way. It's just having a love and grace for others to understand where they're coming from, too, and kind yeah. of putting on their shoes. Uh, what? Walk a mile in their shoes? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something a lot of people aren't doing right now. Right. With with the, uh, It's just a lot of people acting like they know other people's lives, and they don't. They don't know yeah. what other people have been through. You don't have a right to say, no, you're being dramatic. Mm-hmm. Were you there? Did you watch this? those questions with the race thing? Yeah. How, who are you to say that the store owner didn't follow them around? Were you there? <laughs> We've had friends say those things. Right, like, right. they tell us, and then there's people like, oh, okay, well, oh, so you were there. You watched the surveillance footage. It just yeah. having that grace for them, like, why would you lie? Let me love on you. Oh, my gosh, I'm so, that really happened? I'm so sorry. Like, you shouldn't have, that right. shouldn't have happened. Well, and, and think, think about it like this. When, when you're upset, Right when your feelings are hurt, the worst thing that somebody can do would be to come in and go, Jordan, you're you're just looking at this the the wrong way. I will karate punch yeah, somebody. That's that's really not what happened. You're making stuff up. <sighs> right? It's horrible. Right, and and I mean, no matter no matter what level um, you try to say that from, you know, you you're still at the. The position of this person legitimately feels like they're unheard. They're, they feel threatened. You know, they feel like they walk through this this uncomfortable situation. Well, and they're vulnerable. They're vul. Oh my gosh, they're vulnerable enough to be telling you about it right now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you're gonna sit there and be like, "Hey, 
that's really not what happened. So you just need to chill. Yeah, I'm just, I just <laughs> cannot. I just cannot. Yeah. There's nothing worse that you could do to somebody that's upset. That it, why not? Why not just step outside of yourself for a second? I mean, what is it? Uh, um, Proverbs says something about listening, like a listening ear uh, brings brings comfort or something like that. Yes, but yes, I know what you're talking. about. You know about. what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, and so it's like, like, but we don't we don't want to do that. We no. we want to switch into the position of, well, no, see. I'm an expert. Yeah. Because my life experiences have led me to this point. But, you know, and, and you could you could say that about about, you know, race or or even even religion. Mhm. Well, I go to my church and and we do things at my church like this because that's the way that they've always been. And we as human beings are creatures of tradition. And and we're so we're so stuck in that comfort that it takes a lot to get us out of there. It's like a baby bird. Yeah. You know, you gotta just be pushed out of the nest and it's not comfortable and you might hit a twig falling down, but you're gonna learn to fly. I think a lot of us Christians we stay stuck in yeah. the nest. We stay stuck in this nice little spot where we go to church on a Sunday and we hear a really good message from the pastor and we put a little check mark on our Sunday checklist and we're ready to start the week, but we don't even Dig yeah. into our relationship with the Lord until that Sunday. <laughs> and we get convicted, and it's a good message. But yeah. do, we, do we live out anything that we learn? That's do the question. We? And, you know, we keep talking about the church in Acts, how the church started, how it yeah. was small groups of people meeting together, and there was not a need among them. Like... Hey guys, if there's a church out there where there's not a need among, Aubrey and I will be there. Where is it? (laughs) Where is the church with not a need among them? Where is it? That's what I want to know. Yeah. But it's just the beauty of that and the beauty of, I bet everybody was so loving to everybody. There wasn't somebody that walked in. You're like, oh, what are they doing here? Yeah. They were like, Like oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're here. Like the woman at the well steps in and they're like, uh, <laughs> wrong house. Yeah, like whispering, like making them. Or, yeah. good God Almighty, what if she sat in somebody's seat oh, that man. they sit in yeah. every single week? Yeah. That's like, terrible. guys, that we, it's. it's that's my pew right I there. Wanna challenge, I want to challenge the tradition of changing our mindset about what church is. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Because when we're talking about having grace, having love for people, that's church. We're the church. Mm-hmm. You and I, Aubrey, sitting right now, we're having church. Yeah. We don't have to be at a certain place at a certain time listening to a certain amount of songs and then someone preaching to us for it to be church. It's not. Right. Your, your home is a church. Yeah. Your home is a church. The, the Bible says we're two or more gather. Yeah. If, if you're He's married, there. you know, and you have, you know, if you have any kids or whatever, like all you need is two. You, you need you need two where two or yeah. more are gathering in his name right growing in in the midst of that but challenging that that tradition that says I eat like you even said going to church every Sunday you know you work Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday maybe maybe some of you Sunday is your only day off but you get up you know you go to church at whatever time you go to church and that's tradition we become you slaves know? to our schedules right. Right, but it, it, but it comes back to the factor of 
when do we snap out of the cycles? The cycles of just continuous, well, this is just the way I've always done things and it's, and it's going to continue to be this way. Um, but snapping out of that is going to take almost everything that you have. You're yes. going to have to be conscious about every move you make, which let's, let's not kid ourselves for a second. That's what the Bible already tells us to do. Yes. That we need to watch every word that, that is spoken because, because our words have power and because of you know, so many other factors. Every action, you, you'll stand before the Lord one day and you will answer, the Bible says, for every wrong thing said and every wrong thing done, which means your words and your actions matter to God. Why do they not matter to us? I just don't think it's a good defense to be like, but God, I was at church like 500 times right. in my life. Right. Okay, but the biggest question is what came out of that? Yeah. Has anything come out of it? Like, these are just the questions. And we're not trying to be hard on nobody because we ask it. We were yeah. going through a time where we were asking ourselves these <laughs> questions and we were so challenged. Yeah. And we're like, there's and no fruit on the tree. What's yes. going on? And it's yeah. like, I just want to ask you, where in your life is there no fruit? No fruit meaning the goodness that comes out of something you've been doing. Yeah. Like, where, where is it in your family, with your children, with your spouse? Yeah. Well, I was I was talking with uh, Jordan's grandma the other day, and um, I, we were just kind of talking about like some some growth things and just about life and different things like that. And um, one of the things that the Lord really laid on my heart is 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 everybody in your life better for have running into you that day? Dang. And I sit there and. <laughs> And we're we're sitting at the table and we're just talking about that and it's you know that's a very challenging question and you want to talk about breaking tradition because tradition gets you well you know Mondays I got to do this Tuesdays got to do this Wednesdays you got to do this but when you actually sit there and think everywhere you go and you ask yourself the question everybody that I talked to today everywhere that I went were they better through the conversation with me or were mm. they the same or were they worse off. I just, I want to say something that I think is going to challenge everybody. It just hit me. Yeah. I want to say that in most traditions, it battles against the movement of the kingdom. Mm. Because traditions are comfortable. Yeah. Traditions we do again and again and again. Traditions we get stuck into. And traditions we don't move out. Because I, I was reading in John and Jesus kept saying, well, if you love me, you will obey me. If you love my father, you will obey my father. Yeah. What if the Lord asked you to just throw this tradition that you've been doing, just just throw it out the window because he has something better for you? What would you do? <laughs> A lot like, of people would lose their mind. Yeah. That's our no, that's our that's our family night. We got, you know, we got ball games all throughout the week and we can't we can't sacrifice like we value this, but is it are you valuing the same thing God's valuing? Yeah. I think that's the question that, that we have to really ask ourselves is, are we holding on to things that the Lord has told us to value or are we holding on mm -hmm. to things that only make us feel good? Yeah. Because I, I would venture to say that, you know, in, in the first churches in the New Testament, Paul is often writing to people that are persecuted. Yes. You know, he's and, usually writing from a place of persecution. Right, and he's he's in prison himself 
for the love of Jesus, you know? Oh, and, God. And so we're sitting here and, and we stand on scriptures um, in our comfortability. Yes. We, we, we listen and we, um, we read these scriptures and they're so powerful because the word is alive and active, you know? Um, but we're, we're sitting here reading it from a scope of while we're sitting here comfortably peaceful on our couch, mm-hmm. while when Paul was writing, he was yeah. writing these letters to Christians that were, you know, hiding and running for their lives, mm-hmm. you know? And so I don't want to make anybody feel bad, you know, about, well, I'm just, you know, you're just not doing enough, blah, 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 blah. I don't want anybody to get caught up on works because that's not what it's about. It's not mm-hmm. about works. Um, but I think it's important to understand that half the time um, our tradition allows us to set our schedule and then we try to squeeze in time for God. Yes, yes. That's the thing because I don't think we're saying to live a life of just, I throw my cares into the wind. Oh, but you have to be at this meeting. Well, the Lord didn't tell me. You know, I mean, (laughs) let's not go too far, people, but... But for real, let's not set a schedule and then like, oh, Lord, well, I guess I have like about 10 minutes right here. Is there anything you'd like for me to do? Yeah. Let's live constantly having our ears open to the Lord while we still live our life and have to get things done. We have to. We have bills to get paid. We have the house to get. We have things to to do. Yeah, absolutely. And God understands that. And he graces us with that because he knows Jesus lived on earth. Like he Mm -hmm. understands everything that we're going through, everything we're dealing with. But let's give that time throughout the day to hear God constantly. If you're driving somewhere, like I got to go get the kids food, but then the Lord says, I need you to turn right here. There's somebody over here that needs prayer, but oh, you have time crunch. Like, let's just see where the values are. Like your kids are going to eat in a little bit, but the Lord's just asked you to do this, you know? Yeah. And just challenging yourself to don't be a slave to your schedule. Yeah. Let's be a bond servant to the Lord. Yeah. Because the Lord doesn't want us to be a slave. Mm -mm. He wants us to be right next to him, doing amazing works. Jesus said, you'll do more works than this when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You know, it's just, let's allow the Holy Spirit to come upon us. Because a lot of time we don't got time for it. Yeah. Well, and it's even, you know, our tradition even goes around our time with the Lord as well. Yes, that becomes a ritual. It, It becomes a ritual, it becomes tradition. And so... Um, you know, my, my hope is that at the end, at the end of this, at the end of this podcast, you, 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 everybody who listens, I I pray that you just stop as soon as we're done here and then just ask the Lord, what, what about my day-to-day schedule needs to change God so I can be closer to you. Billy Graham did one of his final interviews before he went to heaven is he said, they asked him, they said, you know, Reverend Graham, what, if you could go back and do it all over again, mm-hmm. what, what, what's something that you would do different? And he said, I would spend more time in prayer with the one who created the heavens and the earth. Now, Billy Graham is a superstar in my like opinion. Like everyone thinks he spent all the time <laughs> in the Lord. <laughs> like I'm sitting here going, okay, Lord, if, if Reverend Billy Graham did not spend enough time with you in prayer... I'm in trouble. I mean, literally, that's what I thought when I watched that interview. And here's this, here's this giant man of faith. And he's saying, if there's one thing that I could do all over again, I would spend more time 
in prayer. And it's like, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. So what is it that we always tell people, you know, as you get older, when, when you're a parent, you try to tell your kids, hey, I'm trying to keep you from making mistakes yeah. that I made. You always want better for your kids. Well, then we have, you know, Billy Graham, who's sitting here and he's basically saying for everybody that's tuning into this interview in my wisdom in all these years of serving the Lord going to all these countries mm -hmm. millions of people mm -hmm. saved millions of people added to the kingdom of heaven because of Billy Graham and he says the one thing that I wish I could do is go back and pray more that shows me that prayer should be the most valuable thing that we have. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 the, it's the thing in your life that holds the most value. But what do we often do? I mean, you and I have even talked about this. How guilty have we been in the past about, oh, we just pray together, you know, right before bed, and then mm -hmm. we go to sleep. It's like, we're... Yeah, we know exactly how it goes. We right. Lay down, I put my hand over to you, I'm like, let's pray. <laughs> <laughs> let's pray. Are you praying? Yeah. And it's, it ends up being... A ritual, which I do believe, though, Aubrey, like in certain seasons, we are meant to meet with the Lord More. a certain way at yeah. a certain time. Right. I really do think that because the Lord, he's, uh, what does it say about the Holy Spirit? He's very, uh, oh, you always say it. You always say about the Holy Spirit that he's very, uh, um, oh man, like timely and in order. Oh, uh, decent and in order. Yeah. Right. Do you say that? Yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. things okay. the Holy Spirit are done decent. That's yes, and so yeah, there are certain times where he's like, I want you to wake up at this time and I want you to spend time with me. But how many of us have we just made that become a part of our schedule and a ritual that the Lord's actually calling us to do something else? He called us to do that in a certain season, right? But he's like, but I want you to do this with me now. But we're so like in our head about this time with the Lord at this time yeah, that we haven't gone with him further to somewhere else he wants to take yeah. us, you know? Yeah, so, well, we got our we get our calendar books. You know, we open them on the table, yeah. and we're like, "Okay, Lord, we can squeeze you in from you know six a.m. to six thirty. Is that is that good enough? Unless the kids wake up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, unless Gray wakes up, then <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry, afraid. Lord, you yeah. understand. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. But but it's just that challenging challenging tradition of why why do I lead my family the way that I do? Why Am I parenting the way that I am? Mm -hmm. And not that not that you should question any of the decisions. Everybody is graced to mm -hmm. lead their family. You know, God God gave you your family. You're mm -hmm. graced to lead that family. You're graced to be in that family. And but there's a lot of free will in there. Yeah. That Jesus is just kind of asking, like, hey, I'm gonna let you go as deep as you want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's not a pushy God. Right. How 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 close do you want to be with me? But if we never challenge, we never challenge, right, those traditions, we end up sometime later on in life sitting back and going, okay, well, the only thing I have to show for myself is, you know, I raised a couple of good kids. Mm-hmm. And just letting you know, it doesn't matter your age, the Lord's not done with you if you're still breathing. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, well, you know, I, I would serve. I would serve in the church more, but, you know, I have all my kids and my kids are doing all these activities. And it's like, you, your family is your number one ministry, hands down. No doubt about it. But is is the Lord the one having you have your kids in 17 sports? Well, I would say their <laughs> extracurricular activities are not your ministry. Right. Let's just say that. 
unless the Lord specifically said, your child needs to do this. Yeah. Um, or, like, you know, there's always something good your child can get out of something. There is. Like, yeah. oh, they'll learn this, they'll learn that, and this, this will be good for them. But sometimes busy is the enemy of, do you know, like, busy can be the enemy. Well, who, who was it that said, if, if the enemy can't stop you, he'll get behind you and push you? Oh, yeah. Keep you so busy. You can't keep even you so busy. Straight. Yeah, you can't like because here's here's the thing. You can sit around and be doing nothing and not hearing from the Lord. But then you can also be too busy mm-hmm. and not hearing from the Lord either. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you turn around and six months has gone by and nothing has changed about your family. Nobody's grown together. Or I would venture to say you and your spouse are further apart. Oh, man. If if we had more kids and Gray, and Gray was yeah. doing everything, our other kid. I, oh my gosh, I, I, I just can't imagine because I think what we need to do is we need to guard our time with the Lord more than anything. And not like your child's like, my finger, I cut it off. And you're like, listen, I'm almost yeah, so praying. I'm praying. You better hope the Lord heals you because I'm not leaving Come this Come here, room. I'll lay hands on you. <laughs> right. You know, no, there's something. Right. But I just think it's so important. And something that I was really thinking, Aubrey, when you were talking earlier about uh, allowing the Lord to do something in our lives in every area, challenging er- every area of our life. It doesn't hurt to challenge every area because every area could change yeah. one way or another. There's nothing every that we're doing area. perfectly. And I think the beautiful thing about a life that we live is for every part of it to be moldable. We yeah. allow the Lord to mold any part of our life. Like, oh, right. Lord, that's a bit uncomfortable. You know yeah. what? If He's that's what you potter, want me to do, that's right? what I... Yes. Yeah. And we can choose to not be moldable, like you said oh, earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, like, we just want to challenge you, please, just be moldable in this season because the Lord is molding some beautiful things in place. He's doing yeah. some beautiful things. And I think a lot of us, a lot of people are going to miss it because they're stuck in the traditions. They're stuck in the schedule. Right, and you you think about it for a second. You you we we've touched on a lot of things today, but as we, yeah, as as we get ready to to close this podcast out, I I specifically just want to challenge everyone. You know, the Bible says to not be conformed to the world, but but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renew your mind today. Mm-hmm. Challenge <clears throat> all of your traditions. Challenge everything and ask the questions why do we do things the way that we do and Mm -hmm. lord how can we do them better yes and really ask yourself the question is is everybody's day better yeah for being around me Mm -hmm. or not and you know something that just hit me Aubrey. let's challenge them with that question and even if you're listening to it right now why don't you go over to our Facebook page or our Instagram and message us so there's accountability in it and we can be praying with you about something that the Lord really showed you that you need to change because it's not, yeah. it won't be easy. I don't well, and, and I think all of us need to change. Like I'm sitting here when the Lord <laughs> hit me with that question and he said, he said, is everybody better today for have running uh, into you or not? That... That's a question that will wreck you if you're not careful because like maybe maybe you gossiped that yeah. day to somebody else and you weren't really reflecting Christ the way. Now, don't let shame set in, but no. let's let's chase righteousness for yes. a second. Yes. And yeah. and just be like, you know what? I really treated that person terribly. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's at work. Maybe it's your spouse. Man, you know, like I really treated them bad. I need to ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I need to apologize. I need to do something different. Yeah. Because when when people, and I'll leave it at this. Mm-hmm. 
here's, here's the blanket statement of everything that we're talking about, about challenging traditions. When people met Jesus, they were transformed. Yeah. The way that Jesus talked to people, he had the weight of the world on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. But when people departed a conversation with Jesus, they were transformed. Mm-hmm. Now, the same power that's mm-hmm. with, that was within Christ yeah. is within you and I. Mm-hmm. So when we go and we're having conversations with people, when people leave a conversation with you and me, yeah. they should be better than when we started. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a challenge, people. That's so good. That's a challenge. And, and I'm not always there. Nobody's perfect in it. No. But if we keep it at the forefront of our mind, right? If that's always mm-hmm. the thing that we're thinking about. A- after I leave somebody, a conversation with somebody, is that person better for having talked to me or not? If not, I got to start doing something different. Yeah. Well, Aubrey, I, I do want to keep one tradition going, though. What's that? Grace Giggle. Oh, Grace Giggle. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something, though. Gray, Gray is as close to the Lord as I've ever seen. Because even when he's in a bad mood, he still makes people smile. Like he does. And when people encounter Gray, I know that their day is better for having done that. And so that's kind of where I'm getting all that stuff from. Is like, dude, that guy changes the atmosphere. I want to be does. more like him. And he's only 17 months old. Oh my gosh, we learn from everything, yeah. you know. But It's amazing. But y'all are, y'all are amazing. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Uh, we can't wait to see you next time. Yes, we will see you next week. Ha, 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 ha,